Cohalette by Madison Scott Clary. Yoan Balan, 2305. The room was a utilitarian gray, closer to black than to white. He did not know why, but it seemed to be a default color. The illumination was a central light source somewhere above the exact center of the room, vague and misted, soft, inexact. It was enough to give definition to the room's corners and boundaries, those walls of matte stone. A faint grid proved it too regular to be mere stone, not a whole lot else. Even faces felt somewhat featureless in that light. A small pedestal was set a few meters from one of the walls, only half a meter high. A platform? A dais? What kind of meeting would this be? The Otists arrived in clumps of ten or twenty at a time over the span of thirty seconds. A low murmur started up almost immediately. If this meeting had to be called, then perhaps every detail was of the highest importance. It seemed that the style of the place was familiar to the clade, the gray, the grid, the light. A man appeared on the platform. Kohalet. Yoan wasn't sure how I knew. It was a primal knowledge, an immediate judgment that must be correct, something more than what was implied by him being there, in that place, in that time. Kohalet. He was about deer's height, a touch heavier, and had an affected graying beard and receding hairline, his clothes were a simple cream tunic and trousers of, was that leather? Coarse linen blurred by distance and softened by age? And atop it all, a ruddy brown robe. His very form shouted his identity. The shift in form, the shift in gender, the clothing. It was theatrical. His presence spoke of knowledge of the stage, and he certainly seemed to have adopted the part of biblical notable. The murmuring doubled, trebled, subsided. Kohalet smiled, fatherly, and called out to the group, Welcome, Cochladists. Good to see most of you again, and I am sure it will be pleasant to meet the rest of you later. Silence, confused, a silence part curious, part angry. I am Hebel Kohalet, though some of you may remember me as life breeds life, but death must now be chosen of the Ode Clade. For my own reasons, I have chosen to rescind my membership within the Ode Clade. He held up his hands to quell scattered protests from within the crowd. I have chosen to rescind my membership within the Clade because something is starting to go wrong. Yoan split her attention between Kohalet and Deer. The fox's brow was furrowed and intent. In the rest of the crowd, expressions varied, but not by much. Many of the other outclade individuals were doing the same, confirming Yoan's hunch that they were other amanuenses, there to experience and observe. The reputation analyst, Guo Wei, had positioned himself up near the platform itself and was scribbling notes. The conservatives, in particular, looked stoic. Kohalet continued, Something is going wrong with many of the old clades, with many of the old uploads. The founders should probably all hear this, Everyone should, but even though I am not a part of you anymore, I still feel the responsibility to tell you all first. Why the puzzles? A voice shouted. The older ex-Otist looked proud, grinning. He was having fun. 
I had to get you invested. I had to get you interested and invested to get all of you here. I had to make you all think that there was more going on than just an old man convening a meeting. Grumbles from the clade. It worked, did it not? Would you have shown up if I had simply asked? A note of a cheer. He smirked, then went on. So, on to why I called you here, hmm? Let us get to the good stuff, or the bad stuff, really. There is a problem cropping up in the older uploads and their clades. A bug of sorts. It is a small one now, but it will get plenty worse over time. Actually, it may not be a problem with the uploads at all, but a problem with the system. We are stuck. We are frozen in a few ways, but not the right ones, if there is such a thing. We are eternal, and that which is eternal should be unchanging. Anything that changes should end. You know this. The creator of the Ode knew this. The problem is forgetting and aging. We cannot forget. We never age. We are stuck. We never grow. Deer was nodding. Perhaps some of you sense the wrongness in this, but I am worried that it is too few of you. I called you here to teach you why this is a problem. Kohelet ignored the indignant sounds from the audience and kept going. He seemed to be in a rhythm, following a script of sorts, further stagecraft. It feels good to be young forever, to be forever ourselves, does it not? We last and last and last, and there is no sign of us stopping. But even if the physical and biological aspects of aging have been obviated by the system, by being digital, the need to age and change is still there. It is a need backed by sanity and diversity rather than biology. Sanity drives the need because we cannot forget, for memory ends at the teeth of death, yes, I see you there, and you, the memory lies beneath the roots, yes. Perhaps some of you have figured out ways to intentionally forget, but forgetting needs to be an organic process. It needs to be something that happens to us, not just something that we choose to do. All we can do is ignore now, but even that drives us further from sanity. It is, at most, a limitation of the system applied to our sensoria, our minds. Gaining confidence, Kohelet was speaking louder, more fluently. Diversity, because we need to change more than just our shapes, and those memories originating after the fork. All of us here, all of the old clade gathered today, are still essentially Michelle Haji. I do not see her here, and that is fine, her choice, but we are still her. All hundred of us, all our short-lived instances, all of our secret long-lived instances we didn't name after the ode. Deer briefly splayed its ears, managed its embarrassed reaction, and then straightened up again. Yoan saw several of the others do the same, all from the more liberal bent. He smiled. It is not enough that we make nations out of individuals. We need to change beyond our root ancestors if we are to survive. We need to breed, to produce more individuals, to create the synthesis of two or more minds. We cannot keep relying on those who can afford to upload from offline for change. We need to forget, at the very least. He pounded his fist against his palm with these last syllables. Or perhaps we need to learn how to die again. The silence was intense and intent. Johan made a note to himself. Impressive. He has them all hooked, all the way, almost all of them except the conservatives. 
That is why I posted the name. That is why I gathered you here today. I am telling you, we need to fix this, and I have... Yoan missed the cue, if there was one, but with her eyes locked on the stage, a did not miss the action. At the mention of the name, and perhaps that was the only cue that was needed, Guo Wei hosted himself up on stage, withdrew a syringe from his pocket, and slammed it into Kohalet's back. Then he quit. Kohalet had time to let out a soft ha. It sounded bemused, a mild surprise, and then he began to artifact and jitter on the platform. The death lasted perhaps five seconds. The old man's internals struggled against the intrusion of the virus before he crashed, crashed and disappeared from sight much as the assassin had. The small black sphere of a core dump dropped to the floor with a thud. It would doubtless be corrupted. They always were. By the time Yoan managed to look back to the room, the conservatives had all left or quit. Uproar was too strong a word for what happened among the remainder of the crowd. There were a few scattered shouts, mostly of surprise, but the rest was concerned murmuring. For its part, Deer stamped a foot and began to pace in the small space it had, tail lashing behind it. When memory is full, it was muttering, put on the perfect lid. What just happened? Yoan whispered to the fox when it came close. One of the conservatives took a bet. Yoan did not press further. I have them. I finally, truly have them. I do not know that I have them all hooked. Not completely, but I did it. I set my mind in motion by will alone. I count those who are not hooked, mostly first and second lines, mostly like me. How did they go so wrong, though? I am a first-line instance, Michelle's second fork even, and I did not turn out so bad, did I? Well, I turned out pretty messed up, but only because I suffered the same fate that they all will. Perhaps were already, only I suffered it a little bit earlier. I started going bonkers from the sheer amount of stuff in my head. I started living too long, living my Methuselah life while still having my Michelle mind. Nothing was getting out of my head, nothing could get out of my head. An impossible poison. Oh, and I have such grand plans. Grand plans of organizing a petition among all the founders and old clades, with the old clade leading and me leading them in turn. A petition to the system engineers to hire some damn developers again and stop treating this like abandonware. Abandonware that gives them, what, a dumping ground for the poor and a small brain trust? Get some devs in there and give us the ability to forget and the ability to die. Hell, even maybe the ability to reproduce, to breed. The word is even in my name, my old name, for Christ's sake. As I continue my spiel, I can tell I'm hooking the liberals. The later stanzas most of all. Deer's sold completely, I can see it on its face. Can see it on Deer's other foxib. On Praiseworthy, Deer's whole stanza. The conservatives are harder to read. The whole lot look blank and stern. Stoic. They just stand there with their historians and their analysts. The splash of his stylus as he scribbles notes in shorthand keeps distracting me. I power through, though, because this is working. 
it is working because I am Kohelet. I am the teacher. I am leading the assemblage. I am instructing them in the dangers they face, telling them what is going on in forceful, no-nonsense terms. It is working because I am Kohelet. I am the gatherer, the assembler. It is working because I am the one who brought them together and gave them what they need to understand this. It is working because I am the leader. It is working. And then I fuck up. I know it as soon as I do it, too. I say something about the name. I get too proud and start going into my whys. I should not have done that. It'd lose me the conservatives. They, more than others, guarded that dumb name more jealously than the rest. I try to keep going to cover up my mistake, but there's that damn analyst pulling himself up onto my stage. My stage. It takes only a moment before I figure out what's going to happen. It takes less than a moment. I know immediately, but by then, it is too late. The damn analyst's hand slaps into my back and there is a sudden, searing pain, a hot wire being drawn through my spine. The only noise I can manage is sort of a strangled laugh at my own foolishness. My insides start to crumble. Maybe I was Hebel after all. Vain, futile, mere breath. Havel Havalim Amar Kohelet, Havel Havalim Hakol Havel. Fuck, I was so close. I, I'm glitching. I can see bits of myself spreading out. So, so close. Tunnel vision. Blackness. So close. You've been listening to Kohelet by Madison Scott Clary, book one of the Post-Self Trilogy. Read by the author. Kohelet and this podcast are released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license. Music by Chad Crouch, released under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution, non-commercial license. Kohalet is available as a paperback and ebook at kohalet.makyo.inc. That's Q O H E L E T H dot M A K Y O dot I N K. If you'd like to support more of my writing, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash makyo. That's patreon.com slash M A K Y O. Thanks for listening.